Hello and welcome to Esther Club. Today is going to be chaotic and we all know it. Um, I, I can't keep my guests, my guest quiet. My dog is here. If you're listening, I suggest you watch this on video so you can see my dog. All right. That's the dog Annie. <laughs> eating me out. Today we have <laughs> Annie, Le- Annie, that is disgusting. We have Annie Letterman, who I already regret inviting onto the show. Carlos, the sidekick, is here. peanut butter on her crotch. The side. Yeah. I came in peanut. It's um, it's nut butter. It's a- Stop. From 365. Stop it. No, you two. I put oat milk on my Here is what can't happen, is you guys ganging up on me. That's out That of wasn't a gang up. I'm on your side. Do you think I would ever, <laughs> ever pick him up? You, you just asked me why we don't hang out anymore. I, I mean, it wasn't Oh yeah, I like want to go to Runyon at five in the morning. That sounds fun. Five in the- That's uh, oh, wait, I'm so sorry. You're confusing us. Five in the morning is when I go to bed. <laughs> Esther, I thought was pranking me when she told me the time of this podcast. It's not that early. Well, when you live in the hustle and bustle of an actual city and not in these weird outskirts, Annie. No, we get it. You guys it's are the like first people to be in this neighborhood who are over here. It's like a big city area. Annie, I want to let's talk. I feel like you and I need to, if anything, gang up on Carlos. You're Why? Right. Okay. <laughs> no, you're right. There's been, listen, Esther and I had a falling out 17 years ago, <laughs> and we'll never do it again. And if we have to take out someone else. Oh, the fallout. To, I forgot. If we have to take someone else out to solidify how we will never do that again, we'll do it. Someone else took us out. I mean, that's kind of. <laughs> it's true. Someone else tricked. Cre- oh, God. created a falling out between us. By the way, next falling out, you have advice to the listeners. Make sure you check, like the surrounding areas because it might be caused by someone else. Yeah, just do this. It's really crazy. This is an, a crazy thing. And especially for women when you guys fall out, this is a crazy thing to do. Talk to each other <laughs> openly and just ask how the other one feels. And you can probably just talk it out in like five minutes. Can I just say, speaking of falling out, I recently ran into a person or two who treated me like I was not a human. And it was so crazy. <laughs> You're definitely not a human, but... <laughs> You don't deserve to be treated that way. And I was just like, my new thing is like. What happened? I ran into to a person who like clearly is doesn't favor me. And I'm like, I'm a grown up. So if I think someone is being weird, like someone basically walked into a room, didn't look at me, like only talked to other people. Like, clearly, Were they tall and just didn't see you were there? <laughs> clearly has like some sort of drama in their mind about like me and them and whatever it is and I'm like not gonna play a part of it. so I'm just like hey how are you like haven't seen you in a while and then they acted like a maniac and it's so funny I wish I was there so bad I know but it's like my whole thing now is just like I don't care what the drama is like treat me like a human and not like a rat a lab rat drama is a choice by the way <laughs> it's so easy to just you can just get rid of it you just have open communication it's so easy now i feel like i'm talking about that and i'm making it sound like i have like these drama things that i really don't have can no, someone no, no, defend no. i'll explain this, this. Is like one Let thing me it wasn't that this. big can you, a deal. can you guys defend it yes yes listen this <laughs> is it's so embarrassing that first of all esther called me <laughs> and she goes no i just need to check no stop what happened? This isn't you, bad. Why'd you this call isn't Annie? bad. She goes, "Do you have any clue why this person's been?" And it's like so laughable. I was like, "We should never even be having these conversations." Like, how fast did we realize how stupid that is? It's crazy. Yeah. So Annie helped you after, like off the. Yeah, ledge. Annie and I both recently had like very junior high level drama presented to us, and we were both just like, 
we're the we're in the right, you know, like I'm going to be kind. I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be communicative <laughs> and anything other than that. It's like that's your problem. And you just have like this crazy idea in your head and you want to not like me. And you're going to learn one day that you're something about me makes you feel insecure Hashtag you're jealous. Hashtag you're obsessed. Yeah, you're. You, Maybe that was more of you a parentheses. I sometimes want to go like, oh my god, I didn't know you like hated me that much. Like that's so cute. Thank you. But it I makes also feel hot. I go. I must be. If it's fr- coming from a girl, I'm like. What was I'm your situation? So Mine was. It was a 50 year old man, <laughs> who I'm friends with, who went. He's like, I heard you were talking shit on me, and I went, Oh, I. What was it? What did who, I say? Who was it? No, no man. names. But listen, I go, I go, well, Didn't what was it? it? I go, well, what was it? And he goes, well, I can't tell you because that person swore to secrecy that I wouldn't tell you what you swore them to secrecy. And I went, I'm already what? like lost. I, I went, what? I went, he goes, I, I can't tell you. I can't. Uh, t- I go, yeah, don't tell me the person. Just tell me what did I say so I can apologize to you. And he goes, just apologize. I go, I can't apologize. What am I apologizing for? And I'm literally like this. Con- I go like, what? I go. Well, what did I say? I'm like, I probably was mad. Like, I probably, it's probably a thing I have said to your face. I think the overall lesson is like, anytime someone is like so and so, I can't tell you who said this, or like, anytime someone mm. walks Just into keep it a yourself. room, I don't need to know, and is like trying not to acknowledge you, it's like that person is wrong and you're right, and let's move on. Because here's the thing: as a friend, and Esther, you know this now, you can come to me with anything mm-hmm. anything if you're mad at me for anything I, like i will try anything on anyone tells me oh okay name. where's Go my ahead. sweatshirt <laughs> it's in my laundry looking fresh you, and clean i just oxy cleaned it it's fresh and clean you said I there were stains oxy-clean all over it. the stains out baby okay, let me give some backstory carlos got a sweatshirt that a has year bro- ago that has brody's face on it that was made right after brody passed away and he- carlos was trying to fuck me at the time carlos <laughs> that's in love crazy with me. carlos is so obviously in love with me that i feel like and if i wanted to is- fuck you i could have fucked you i hate You're when guys say that out of it was mind. kind of a joke but okay i hate when guys say that now i never around. even tried to fuck you this that's is crazy. what i will say to that is if if somebody- you gave me the sweatshirt of our dead friend obviously you're trying to you me. took it from me and then posted pictures of it and then when i asked for it back you said there's so many stains no, on you, you don't keep, want it. Well, back. you asked for it back later on when the, obviously there's stains on it. What you waited he, a stain what were the stains Do you think of? Carlos is in love with you or that he's Why? gay? Because I've heard you say both. Yeah. Am I gay Honestly, or in love with you? Honestly, many have been both in my life. I'm usually the last hope. I think you love me like you love the idea the of being straight. Hope. You the know what I mean? Hope. Like you've put. But what makes me gay? Like really, besides <laughs> like, oh, I have a rag and bone shirt on. Like, what makes me gay? The way you talk about hooking up with women seems fake. Sometimes. I've never <laughs> talked to you about hooking up no, with a girl. That's be like, insane. She DM'd me, and I'd be like somewhere where you're like, she definitely. I don't think she DM'd you, but that's. Well, I've yes. never talked to you about that. This isn't like 40-Year-Old Virgin where he's like, oh, the breasts feel like sandbags. <laughs> like that's not the case right now. I mean, now. you quoted I've... 40-Year-Old Virgin. Another way you might be gay, honestly. <laughs> I don't want this to come off homophobic. There's nothing wrong with, with all of this is homophobic. <laughs> all of this is homophobic. Accusing someone of being gay when they're not gay and like making I'm light forcing of it you to is out. homophobic. I'm forcing you to come out, and that's this not is right. all Annie. This is not me. You brought it up. Listen, you asked the hard questions. Annie's like a controversial comic. She opens for I'm controversial people. <laughs> like she wears like a leather jacket at ten she's in the morning. She's not triumph the insult dog. <laughs> like she like she thinks she's like kind of edgy in that way. So she's like, oh, I'm gonna. Like kind of ride the line of I did not right say now. that. <laughs> Esther just asked. Super 
Super Tuesday was last night. Can I just we say something? We don't get topical on this show. We have a long delay because I might leave. I have a flight risk. So we have to record. It was just a Super Tuesday, okay? God. Wait, can I just tell you? Everyone's out of control. Can I just Any- tell you, I'm not being an edgy comic when I, in confidence, tell my friend I think you're gay. <laughs> this isn't in confidence. There's fucking three cameras here, She you did idiot. it. She did it. I wasn't doing this on a public forum. I was very, I was concerned that you weren't being yourself. I wanted you to be you, you know? Look, I want a fucking straight. lawyer to contact me. <laughs> like, this is defamation. Why would it be I defamation if it's I'm calling not... the advocate. No, I'm going to be I'm real. The mayor it's, of West Hollywood. There's it's a no... funny thing Harvey to say. Milk. It's a funny thing to say. And also, you are you do show symptoms of being in love with me. And <laughs> what, a lot which of times- are what? Not Esther, hanging out with you? Well, I think you I think you got you hurt. only want to go you got hike. Hurt. It's so weird. By the way, you're making me sound like a lesbian and I don't like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am a little gay. Um listen. Just cuz you're a little gay doesn't mean I'm a Esther lot of Esther wants project. Okay. Esther wants what behind did you say? me. Why would you say that on word? On this episode? Bleep that out. I can't. You guys call me gay. That's unsafe. Well, so you I can say... say the word. It's like black people. They can say oh, the Oh, because you are gay? Oh, wait, hold there on. This psychiatrist, I'm, I'm trying word. to see, had an opening. For come... Carlos? Good. <laughs> Send him in. Read the text. <laughs> Hi, Esther. I just wanted to check in and see if you have been able... Oh, wait, never mind. This is a different therapist seeing if I saw this. Never mind. Sorry. I'm, everything's fine here. You guys I'm, know about referrals? I'm working. I'm able to work for hire. Everything is is in good condition. But over... if you get an acting job, they like you have to get insured by the production what are company. You, stop going down that road. Yeah, but if you get insured Why? by the company, she's... they're going to do a mental test on you. Like, what are you? I'm in. This I'm could so affect your employment. It. You'll pass I, the mental test. That's what I'm saying. Is I have passed my mental tests. I have a driver's license and a passport, and I am able-bodied still. I don't like a- that you say you have a passport. What ready to go? <laughs> she's got you a fake a mustache, passport? a passport. But the way she said it, Do she's like saying it as if it was going to make you seem more stable. No. You having a passport is a true flight risk. Here's like you what- are. I Where everyone... would you move to if you were going to escape? She's not somewhere. a flight risk. She's a driving risk. She wants to drive to fucking Chicago Don't right now. Don't tell people that. Not in that we car. We can't talk about that? Okay, look. No, she'll, get to, she'll get to... Here's the truth. I have, Bakersfield. I've been working for the CIA for the last 10 years as an undercover comedian. and I'm That's just... right. She has been very undercover. <laughs> very few laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and I am just now coming forward as a non-comedian. I am just a CIA employee. And I'm going to relocate very soon and I'll and once I disappear then remember the good times. You do kind of remind me of um Sandra Bullock in Miss Congeniality oh before she got the makeover. You're one in a million. You look like when she's all like brute and like <laughs> and they like put her in that machine that makes her look like hot. They're like ch- testing to see who they're gonna have go undercover. And That's they put her the and they movie? go. They put yeah. her in a machine. Well, not in a machine. They do, you know, it's like a computer. It's like back it's in the day. Honey, so. I shrunk the kids. I've I worry that, that this scene. whole podcast thus far is unusable. I think it's usable. I mean, Carlos said the F word. Carlos, what? what are you doing? It's making me feel very what uncomfortable. Is, I'm uncomfortable. This is crazy. You guys are taking... No. I didn't do it. Don't say you guys. You're ganging up. I feel like Annie's called me that word before on the phone. As like, like a delightful term, though. Guys, Annie, I want you to come and tell me... Get, that's getting up on Carlos. Oh, my... No, that's not happening. It's a hate crime, honestly, because he's gay. <laughs> 
No, this I don't think you're gay. I'm disaster. proud of you. He, Carlos throws it in. He gets it in. Let's. Carlos start gets over. it in. He gets it in females. Let's start. Are you still working at the dog place? Yes. You I started cunt. watching that show. <laughs> you dumb bitch. <laughs> Speaking of dumb bitches, how ugly are the dogs at your work? I mean, they're like Chihuahua mixes. They're so. literally like one didn't have a jaw. I'm like, I came. To it's funny because Annie came into my work and like, I think out of like 5,000 people that have came in, only one wretched, rancid soul walked in there <laughs> in Annie, this disgusting comedy store fucking vampire. And she walks in and she walks out going, they were all ugly. I Four, walked in. Wait, can 4, I 4,999 motherfuckers beforehand. Don't say that. Annie yeah, walks out saying that. Because they're liars and they're not real. Listen, let me tell you what happened. I'm Carlos real. Goes, Carlos goes, I started working at this like pet adoption place. There's so many dogs. I go, oh, maybe I'll come by. I go, I'll come by. And then I got nervous because I was like, I don't want to. Why were you be, nervous to come because see Because I. Certainly not you. I was what afraid was I was gonna adopt a dog. I was like, I don't. I'm not I would ready. Never I don't ever adopt a dog out to you. Nobody <laughs> wanted one. I'm. Let me finish my story. So I get there and I, I'm nervous. I'm like, all right, be strong. You're not as cute as they are. You're not getting one. And then I walked in. I went, oh, it's fine. Don't worry. <laughs> Handled. I would never adopt one of these dogs. When it's last week of life. Annie, <laughs> you are so. They're old. They're hideous. I mean. Annie, I didn't see one. Those cute dogs one. need homes. Yeah, they're not not in my house. <laughs> also, I would like a cute animal. Donut is acting outrageous. You did not get Donut for any other reason than the fact that Donut is the cutest thing. Imagine if Donut was ugly. Some you, people are into it. You Some usually will fall in love with your dog no matter what they look like. Yeah, like if you have a kid and it's super ugly, you'll still love yeah, it. Yeah, that's my what my parents told me. Your they kid still will love not me. be hot. I stopped banging out because I want a hot kid. like East Coast trash. I own, it will be East Coast trash for sure, <laughs> but it'll be like hot East Coast trash. Let's bring this back to me. Donut. Because I growling. feel like you guys are like, there's some weird sexual tension. There's no sexual two. tension. There is Annie always claims that I try and fuck her, and that's crazy. I don't. I think you're in love with me. I don't think it's like <laughs> trying to bang. Like you want like a life with me. Like explain what I've done that has made you believe Esther. this. Um, They've been talking about this for years. This isn't like today. It's happening. It's like years of Annie saying I'm you've, in love with you her. You say I've I've heard you say it, and I'm like, yeah, I could see that, but I can't remember. Oh why. my god, you say it more than me. But listen, this is neither here <laughs> yeah, nor there. Yeah, Esther, I feel like there's a. There's you neither. say it more than her? That's not true at all. A hundred percent. Can we talk about what's wrong with me and what you think I need to do? Well, the, what's wrong with you is that you're pretending like you're not the one that says he's in love with me. Oh my God. <laughs> no, let's move on. We don't, it doesn't matter. And he just sat closer to me. <laughs> See what I'm don't saying? He gets excited. <laughs> he's very hypersensitive to my movements. I'm staring directly into this camera. Is that the right thing to do? That's totally fine. That's, That's what the I wrong do. one. It's a joke. It was the right one. I know, stupid. <laughs> I mean, can we start this is negative. over? Why is this so negative? We can edit a lot of this out, right? Okay. We're going to have to. Do you think to. it needs to we be edited? Some it's bombs fun. No, it's here. hilarious. There's just like, look, we need to get on, a, and this is my job as the host of Esther Club to get things back on track. I tried to tell you guys I work for the CIA that it didn't really land. <laughs> it did. I told you that you looked like the, we went right the before and Miss Congeniality. The sexual energy between you two is just like overpowering my podcast in a way that is not a, a, allowed. She's talking about me and Donut. It's <laughs> intense. Annie, I need to hear from you. Do you think I'm okay and... Well, people have been talking shit on you. I can't tell you who they are. But <laughs> can you imagine saying that you're 50 years old? 
I go, I go, but you're 50. And he goes, that's mean. I go, to say your age is mean? Well, you are saying it in a mean way, but it is because he's trying to No, I just to do... went, but you're 50. Can you describe the guy more? No, um, that's that's playing into this drama. Yeah, we're not playing that's into playing it That's playing into the okay, drama. Okay, I got it. If I I'm going to air out that. drama on this show, I don't it's have to be my yelled own at drama. It. It's not other people's drama. We don't advertise other people's drama. It's only for us. Can I ask you guys something? Yes. Have you had an embarrassing fart? Annie. <laughs> Jeez, I Louise. brainstormed ideas on the way over here because I wasn't sure Have if you? Esther could. When's the last handle. one? I've had an embarrassing fart, but I shit my pants like f- five years ago. Annie, in a way that was pretty embarrassing. Save it for the stage. Oh, you know me, Annie. Shit my pants, Letterman. I have a story like that for the stage. For the stage? Oh yeah, you do. But that's it's it'll, it'll be in my. Well, I don't know if it made the final cut of my special, but okay. So it was my birthday this week. Right. What did you do? Uh. I had a college friend come over and then she took a picture of all my dandruff with flash so I could see how bad the situation was. That's why I showered this morning. Never let college kids in your house. <laughs> so you think my college friend is just an 18 year old? A college kid, a current student. Enrolled. <laughs> is it weird that we're so past college? Um, You might be, but me mentally, I'm not. I am mentally. You're still a- dressed in the like weird like pajama outfits that... <laughs> You graduate from college? I did. Really? Yeah. But it took me eight years. Her college went out of business. <laughs> and it went out of business. So it doesn't count. And the only reason I graduated <laughs> is because it was going out of business and my art teacher, like, uh, no one in college should me. have an art teacher. <laughs> she's so good. Susan York, she's like a yeah. great artist. She's so good. Like, it was like very Never nice of her, her to teach at my school. Wow. Like, she didn't have to. She sells her shit for so much. So when your college goes out of business, then, like, how does that affect your degree? Yeah, the degree doesn't Here's count. Here's what I'm saying. All of you guys, if you want to say that you graduated from college, just say you went to the College of Santa Fe, and congratulations, graduates. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Will you give us a speech? Um, I, Yeah, I'll go, Since- wear sunblock. Do you guys remember that? Baz Luhrmann's thing in the early 90s? No. In the early 2000s? No. It was good. Do you remember what I'm talking about? You guys, it's like this graduation speech. He's like, he's like, class of 1999, wear sunscreen. And then he says all these really good truths about growing older. And then he goes, but don't, nothing you can take from me means anything except wear sunscreen. It's really good. It sounds like it's not good, but it's so good. Oh, it's like a speech to graduates. And it's supposed to be funny because he's like, oh, and by the way, the most important thing is wear You're sunscreen. You're being very catty. Which is um, sometimes a trait of homosexuals. <laughs> yeah. All right, I have an These idea Ford, that I want to. I have an idea. This I wanna, is going well. I want to run an idea by you guys. So things are not going great for me. I'm kind of like in a weird state. Um, I'm confused. I don't have anywhere to go. I walk around, chase my tail. Not really, but I. There's an episode of Seinfeld that has given me an idea, and it's the episode where George does the opposite of all of his instincts. Mm. And I'm wondering if that might be like a good idea for me. So, Carlos, don't try to kiss me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that could work for me? Uh, yeah, I want you to. Yeah, uh, try it for a day. Do the opposite of what do, you would do. Do something someone else wants for once. <laughs> <laughs> I love Esther. I really called her the other day because I was like, I do appreciate this in her. It definitely used to annoy me, but I like it how you're. You have stern boundaries that are outrageous. <laughs> Like you ask, the things you ask of people are so insane that like you, like it's a demand for your way. And it's, no, like if I'm like, Esther, let's go on a hike or something. She'll go, okay. And I go, 
this seems too easy. Where's the catch? <laughs> and she goes, well, we can go this week. She's like, but I'm, I've been going a little bit early. And I go, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Because Esther early is not regular early. She goes, I usually start around 7 a.m. Like, are you fucking kidding me? She lives 45 minutes away from me. <laughs> I like... I would have to get up at five in the morning just to go on a hike. And by the way, a hike is just walking with us. <laughs> you just light walk. It's a bra- It's like a breezy walk. <laughs> you have to really want it for it to work out with me. I, I pull. There's a lot of hoops for a reason. I mean, we get the quality people in the it, end. It used to make me mad, but now it's like you know, if I can swing it, I'll swing it. I oh, we have my dad calling. I just talked to my dad. I'm scared to even answer. You have the same case? Yeah, of course I have the Fuck. same case. Should I answer? Yeah. Hi, Dad. I'm podcasting. Hi. Oh, oh I thought you were talking to me. What's your plot? My plot? Annie and Carlos are here. Plot. Yeah, what's up? Hey, guys. See you later. Go ahead and podcast. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, This is a great episode. <laughs> My da- It is. Why do you think this isn't good? Let's can we do it? Um, can we do some segments? Yeah. Okay. Let's start with the anti sadness segment. I want to ask Annie this. So we have a segment called the anti sadness segment. So what are you going to do this week that's going to keep you from being sad? Um, black tar heroin. Um, Annie, I'm just kidding. I'm staying on brand for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, what am I going to do? I'm going to do comedy. I'm going to do stand up, and I'm going to write. I'm going to actually prepare and watch my sets before I go on. If I don't prepare, I have anxiety, and if I prepare, I feel great and can't wait to get on stage. True, it makes me excited. So I'm just going to enjoy it. I might try to get places on time. I think that causes me a lot of pain. Is the the you do have constant. a lateness to you. What's it's an anti-authority. It's anti-authority. Okay. Time is not going to tell me mm. what to do. Okay. I kind of like working that. On. Yeah. I wear a leather pleather jacket. It's like a slight disrespect. I'm a I'm a juvenile delinquent grown up. I'm a grown up juvenile delinquent and I, I associate my identity as be- in being bad. But I don't like to keep people waiting. I feel anxiety about it. So I'm nice. But then I do this behavior and then I feel bad. So you want to work on your behaviors that you don't like. If I show up, if I try to show up 10 minutes early, there's nobody freaks out. Mm-hmm. Everything's fine. You can drive slow. Carlos, any anti-sadness techniques for this week? Mm, this week, I think it's just watching TV, smoking weed, like just focusing on that. What you know? What watching focusing the new movies mm. that come out at the beginning of the month. This sounds like actual depression. That's like literally <laughs> like the definition of depression is just. You're wearing sunglasses. Inside yeah, on a podcast. It's a brand. I'm brand. People wear me for Halloween, Carlos. Do people dress up like you for Halloween? Who dress like you on Halloween? A man and a girl. Oh God. Two people. Some, like fucking r- Yeah, your fans. Well, I didn't know they existed until they posted it. How this many fat, fans blonde do you have? <laughs> Fifty thousand across the world. There's eight billion people. I have almost ninety k on Instagram. Like you on Halloween. What is going on, you guys? This is getting so, out of control. Donut is finally But do you see where he's coming at me with like a, he's anger. trying to put a barrier? There's an anger. You're literally, your back is to me. <laughs> well, How am I supposed to respond? This is my good side. This is my good side. The back of your pleather jacket. All right. I. Anti-sadness. Breath, yeah, breath all work. the new movies that come out on the first of the month. Where do they come out on? Like Apple? HBO, like uh, Apple TV, Showtime, Stars, all of them. He's like, I'm just going to eat ice cream and watch TV. <laughs> I'm not going to eat ice cream. You're going like, to masturbate furiously. We know that. Furiously? Yeah, just furious. Why furious about it? I don't know. Why I was giving so you some furious? No, you. 
No, you know what I did? I watched <laughs> Greenberg and smoked weed the other night, and it was actually really nice. That was that anti-sadness. What's wrong with that? It's it causing like my sadness. sadness. <laughs> what were you doing at 11 p.m. two nights ago? Um, it does sound pro-sadness. Pro-sadness? I was probably on stage living my dreams. <clears throat> Just having pure joy and connection with an audience. They, the audience out. doesn't get that that's not you living your dream. All right. Like you're lying to them. I have an anti-sadness. He's stretching because honestly my job makes me so fucking happy. The anti-sadness I wrote down for this week is probably, I can't wait to hear Annie's reaction. It's research and read about vitamins. <laughs> that's going to make you happy? It's going to, it's an oh, anti-sad. Like it's like something to do so that I'm not feeling sad. Can uh, I write you a to-do list? Yeah. Because that's not enough. You got to get into some existential. You're having an existential crisis. No, right stop. Now. You need to watch some video. Like, go on YouTube and like. I agree. And watch videos about existentialism and like. You have to keep. You have to lean into the worries that you have, and you have to embrace them. And here, people are having. It's the you're having a human feeling that everyone else has at some point in their lives. You're just having it right now, and you can ha feel not alone. And people explain this, and they've done lots of research on it and stuff. Have you had this happen? I, w I watch them all the time. I'm in it. I'm in it right now. What, can you explain You're what you mean what? by that? I think about, well, for me, I think about, I just got off the phone with my dad and literally was like, well, my whole life has been me worrying about you die. Shit, I got to go to this podcast. Like, hold that. Don't die yet. Hold on. Like, Annie, I'm at lunch. Well, my dad's 79, or turning 79, and I worry about, and he's... He was just telling me he gets dizzy. He took this medicine for, he had scabies that makes my dad sound so bad, but he got it from the Y pool. But he took this medicine and now he's like getting, and it's just like, I don't like my dad being dizzy. Yeah. But there's nothing I can do it about it. It makes you uncomfortable. And my dad's telling me about it. I would rather him just be open and expressed. And he's, him and my mom are like doing these workshops on death and like being okay with their own deaths and stuff. Cause my dad is like, He's facing it. So now I have to face this thing I've been worried about my whole life. And it's it's an anxiety, an underlying anxiety I've had from literally since my birth. Wait, is he sick? He's just older and he's always been older. So I've always been worried about it. I used to check for him breathing every time he would. Really? So, but it's this, he's gonna die. So he's dizzy. What's he dizzy from? He, from Drink the medicine. some water. Oh. Yeah, Drink we're not gonna be rude about my dad. He's just That's an unacceptable thing. But unless you wanna make it funny. But no, I'm just saying, like, if you're dizzy, similar... it doesn't mean you're going to die soon. No, no, no. It's not that he's going to die soon. I'm just saying there's there's things, like, about my dad's health that I, I wish I could fix and I can't fix. I see. And I'm not saying it's not, like, an old person thing. It's just now I'm more a little bit more worried about him falling and stuff. But I have to just be like, listen, everything's going to be okay and it's just going to be the way that it is. And I can't control things. So I can't control. There's an inevitable outcome where my dad dies, my mom dies. And then when they I die. I there's sweatshirts made of his face. And then when so it's. But then when it's. It. <laughs> But then after that, it's I have to focus on my own, you know, my mm -hmm. own mortality. So I think that's what I'm trying to work on now is just all of it. So what are some existential things that like you do that help you? Well, I work. I meditate a lot. I try to my one of my hoops fell out. I wear my hoops um, from the ground to the ear. That's my existential crisis right there. That's her nuva ring, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's got it's all stick. It's got like um lint on it anyway well i have see i have an older dad too your and diva cup from a young age my <laughs> mom small. was always like your dad is older he's gonna die soon 
Like from like when I was 10. Which is your mom trying to deal with her own worries about it and accidentally putting it on you because our moms just don't know how to. Which I think is like my whole issue is like I'm just absorbing all these worries. Like my mom, because it was my birthday, she was like telling me the night that how I was born. And she's like, well, I was really sick. And I went to bed thinking, gosh, if I have this baby tonight, I'm going to die. And then there you came. Like, and she was like so worried about it. And I was born with a cord wrapped around my neck. My dad couldn't find a parking space. Like there's all this chaotic. It was my dad. My anyways, my dad was at the racetracks every night up until my mom was like March 1st. Like, you can't go to the racetracks anymore. I might have this baby. And then on March 1st, I came. Oh, at night. my God. Wait, hold on one second. I just got some insight on why you are the way you are. What do you mean? It Your mom tracks. was giving ultimatums. You're ultimatum queen. <laughs> that makes sense. We are a product of our upbringing. As much as like we can look at our parents and see how crazy they are. And we are a better version of them usually. I do think we are all kind of like these copies that are getting better and better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That We still are, we have their crazy. Yeah, of course. And then yeah. this is our time of our lives to work on it and to to work through our crazy and get as, as well adjusted as possible and as self-expressed and to learn all the things we want to learn and do all the things oh, we want to do. I think the problem is that like, traditionally everyone here at this table like would have a kid by now so we wouldn't be thinking about our own shit we'd of just course. be like wiping our kids ass and whatever parents yes. do so like we're just in this fucked area where we don't have that to focus on we're self-absorbed yeah we're self-absorbed did i ever tell you about when i bombed a full weekend and uh okay i did uh What's it called? Uh, Foxwoods, which is a casino. Mm -hmm. I bombed an entire weekend. This is when I had a show on E, which I was like, I knew wasn't going to be good, but you kind of get a little cocky when people are like doing your hair and makeup a lot. And so I was like, I'll be great at this. I'll be great at Makes this. Makes things worse for me. Oh my God. You've got had some good ones, some good picks this year. But her press tour, damn, dude. But <laughs> the glow up. But anyway, so I bombed this whole weekend and I wasn't expecting to bomb and I bombed every show. It was so bad. The last show, the owner of the place was like, do you want to eat an edible? And I was like, I never smoke weed or do weed before I go on stage. And he goes, it can't get worse. And I go, that is a very good point. So I ate the edible and then I peeked in on the stage and it was the most fun set I had. But on the on the plane ride home, I'm crying. I'm looking out the window like weeping. Okay. And there's this guy next to me. And he goes, what's wrong? And I, I'm like, I bah, I'm a comedian. My dick jokes didn't work and my dicks fell flat and blah, blah, blah. And I should quit comedy. And I go, what do you do? And he goes, um, well, he goes, first he goes, I think you should do something outside of yourself. He goes, you're focused on yourself too much. And I was like, okay, well, what do you do? And he's like, well, I was born in Africa and I was uh, tested. I tested so high. They came into my village and they took me and I studied in France. And I became a doctor. And he's like, and now I've gone back to my village and I, I save AIDS babies. I mean, he didn't say AIDS babies, but he saves children from. And and I literally just cried to him about dicks the entire time. It was the funniest. Sam, if you're out there. if you're His name was Sam? Yeah. I feel like that's Sounds more like a, lie. a Western name All made he up. took on. <laughs> well, I think he probably didn't want to tell me his name because it probably had clucks in it or something. He's from Jesus. an African village. I don't know what his name was. Oh, my God. Uh, or Samuel? That sounds like a... Yeah, that sounds name. like a traditional African name, Samuel. But it was... Uh, I felt like a real fucking ding-dong. But it is like we are mm. self-absorbed. We are running. We have ruminating thoughts. We're just... It's... 
it's getting control of what you can with your mind where I listen to these different podcasts. These are these these are things that can help you. I listen to a podcast called The Jim Fortin Show. Jim Fortin is half brain scientist, half shaman. So it's mm. it's about vibrational levels and stuff like that. But it's also there's science involved. So he is connecting these two things and it's about retraining your brain and hypnotizing yourself because you are your habits. So you are depressed right now because your habits are depressing. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Carlos is borderline drug addict with weed because he's a borderline drug addict with weed habits. But um, I think it's true. I just don't care. I don't wake up like I don't have. I do think you're addicted to weed lately, and it's a concern as you're lately. Just in general, I feel like I, I this think... is a new thing, and it's kind of worrisome. But I don't like smoke before I come here. I don't smoke before therapy. I just smoke like. You don't want to be yourself in therapy. <laughs> like, I, here's the other thing. I feel like if I was smoking pot or doing drugs or drinking alcohol, like, I would be fine, too, you know? Mm-hmm. But I don't. Think- you would not be fine, <laughs> by the way. It does not land well on some people, and it causes more. I had to stop smoking weed because it, it I say it makes me doubt my Leo. Like, every time I'm, like, big or, like. I think you're giving it too much Myself. power and it's like a chill thing that gets you but high for 20 minutes. It's different for more people. I mean, it's different for different people. For me, it's not good. I don't think it would be I good for Esther. I think like it's something you're telling yourself and that you can break out of that. I like, think it's something you're telling yourself. Well, it works for me. I'm the one that gets to smoke weed all the time. Yeah, but I don't want to. I, I like not having the reaction that I have to weed. Well, don't you want to be high? Don't you want to feel no. good? Yeah, you do. I, I, I do want to be. Good. I want to feel good, but not. I from feel me. like when people say they I don't want to be in high, my work. Not, that's not true. You're not it's fulfilled in your work. Then why are you going true. back tonight to do more? Like, because I li- I like it. Why I, are you smoking more? You're making a nonsense argument. No, I'm just saying that. I'm not. I don't, she told you you have a drug I problem. I just don't I believe you. that you I don't want to smoke weed. I just want to put out there that if anyone has any tips for dandruff, if you could please put that in the comments <laughs> below on YouTube. Below. <laughs> Click like below, subscribe, and put dandruff comments. Okay, here's the other podcast I listened to. It's called The Adult Chair. It's this woman, Michelle Chalfant, and she has um, a theory where it's like you're you can be in your your kid chair, your adolescent chair, your adult chair. And being in your adult chair is being aware of your stuff. So you are aware of your depression or your ruminating Mm. thoughts or your anxiety. So that's good. But it's about being aware, conscious of it, and being able to try to work through it. All of the things that we're doing are all either things that were patterned into our brains when we were children from whatever trauma we had, and they're, they're old biological shit from when we were cavemen so it's all it's just working on those things and Mm. knowing them and working you're gonna like yeah there's things you can do there's choices you can make i go to breath work all the time i honestly can't imagine you going to a breath work class but it just doesn't seem like your stiz what's a breath work class like an hour of just breathing exercise it's not an hour the the whole class is 45 minutes and then they give like a long description so it's probably about 20 25 minutes of it but you go the one I go to, I don't remember the type of breathing. Do you called, go you kind go, of ironically? Not even a little bit. I love it. You I feel go like, like that in itself is ironic that you're so fully into it. Well, I'm just trying to get better. Mm. So I'll do anything at any cost to feel at my best because of. Yeah, but you're not like fooling me. Like I still think like someone every, funny does not go part- to that. Like fully believing it, I think. No, I, I do. I have great results from it. It's like a results thing. Don't but I don't think everyone needs to do it. It's Here's not what's like... like weird to me. It's like I grew up in the Midwest. Like 
it's outrageous and outlandish to me some of the things that we out here in LA like thing we need to do like breath work meditation uh no, I don't it's like not this, need. this it's Midwest not need. argument. If it because in the Midwest, like if that was introduced, which it is definitely, like people slowly gravitate towards it. It's not like that LA is different in that way or better or worse. It's there's just different. LA is like, very hippie though, and people are very into like new agey stuff. Yeah, but, but I do you think can it's collective. Yeah, no, it's. To, I don't think either is bad. I just feel like I'm. It's in like a the f- coronavirus. It'll be everywhere soon. No, we do think- not talk about that on this show because it is very serious and scary. The and Perrier virus. In six weeks, from whenever this Cough comes out, it's no, going to be bad. <laughs> I just feel do like. Do you think Carlos helps the podcast or? <laughs> I feel the, they like me. I feel like. When we talk about breath work and all this shit, it makes me think even more like, God, I'm in like a foreign land. This is not like where I belong. Like I belong in like the Portillo's drive through and like stop at Culver's on the way home. You know, like I just feel out of place. You're chasing. This is I don't want to be. But you're chasing a thing that doesn't exist anymore. That's correct. Mm. You're chasing a place in time and that I, you can never have again. You can never have it again, and you're living in the past and you're not enjoying the present. Mm-hmm. You're you're completely tied to it, and any work you can do to be in the present will help you. Mm. Will help you because you have so much good stuff going on. Like your life is beautiful. It really is. You have like really, really, and you've worked hard to get what you have, and you've gotten it. And now, and I know that feeling of working really hard and having this goal and then you get it and then you realize that doesn't make you feel good and then Mm -hmm. you go wait that wasn't the thing because there's just work you have to do on yourself Mm -hmm. and then it's you know it's like we're either looking forward to these things we want or we're looking past to these things that we used to have and they just don't exist like none of that exists I don't know there was a Netflix documentary on memory and just realizing that we don't remember things correctly like we just don't Mm -hmm. so like eyewitness testimonies are not the really like the worst form of evidence because people just remember you just think that think you imagine things to be the real memory and they're just not so that's like how i have a very strong memory of the day i was born There's oh my no god way. i'll tell you something There's no everyone way. around remembers it i'm sure you came out asking Wait, for no. oat milk or something expand on that like i have this memory it's a real memory of the day i was born of going to mcdonald's like on the way home from Did the hospital. Did you order for yourself? <laughs> I ordered an- <laughs> Take a burger. She's baby yeah. geniuses. I'm now seeing a-, a new like, baby geniuses for. Everyone wants to dispute it. But I remember the day I was born, the stop on the way home from the hospital. But doesn't that sound like something a kid trying to be cool would say? Yes. And that is a They're like, I do remember show. when I was born. Because I definitely was like trying to be like, I remember when I was born. But it wasn't true. Yeah, it's like a third grade lie or it's something. It's definitely in that vein. It is, though. It's just a memory that I have that I like so attached to the day I was born. It's just an example of what you're saying of like something can feel real, but we know that it's not real. I feel sometimes like, well, there's all these theories, too, that we are currently on our deathbed and this is us going through our like our lives are running through our eyes right now. Like right now we're dying and this is the time where our lives are running through. And where did you hear this one? I don't know. All over the place. I hear stuff like this. But then also. (laughs) No, no, no. Also, I think about (laughs) do you ever have weird moments where you're like, it feels like you're being written. Like, I feel like I'm in someone else's story. Just like weird coincidental things happen. I'm like, is someone writing this? It's just too good. But that's just. It's too good. That's (laughs) thing. Weird things happen. My life is just so cool. It has to be written by. I feel that way. I feel like you should all feel that way. No, come on. A squid and the whale? No thanks. Also, by the way, I'd be the whale. I'd be eating a lot of 
Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I've gone from squid to whale quite fast. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, boy. I guess. Ro Greenberg. Look, I hear what you're saying. I get a little scared by, like, the, the things that are helping you. Like, they sound scary to me. Right. No, I understand. Um, what sounds scary? Just, like, breath work. And, like, I don't know. Like, sometimes... Like buying things obviously can make me feel better, like shopping for journals and stuff. Oh, because you have a shopping addiction. No, but I don't. Like, mm. it's not an addiction. It's just a, it's a coping mechanism. Well, you know, okay, so this is what I learned from the, the Adult Share podcast the, with Michelle Schaffer. I mean, we're just going to keep promoting other podcasts. They're good. They're, it's very different. They're very different podcasts than this. So it's, but it will help people. It's direct competition. People listen will like this. Our producers just phoned This in. is the opposite Leave of therapy. This is unraveling all the work people have done on themselves. <laughs> Um, no, but she, uh, this is actually, should be I journal, for- I, I learned to journal. You can like, okay. So I have, you know, I've struggled with addiction. I've struggled with a lot of different things. So, okay. I feel bad. And then I used to drink to not feel bad anymore. Mm-hmm. Or like I feel Carlos bad and I go by like how bad. Carlos smokes. Weed. I don't smoke weed to numb myself. That's why I know it's not bad. He smokes to feel that sounds to good. feel good. I smoke weed to enhance everything. Like it's fun. I enter like a new world. How often do you do it? Mm, like all day, every day, no matter what. <laughs> Unless there's a therapy appointment or this podcast. And then if there's therapy, I just don't do it like 90 minutes before. Are you serious? Because lately when I get in your car, I really smell it and it's like more and more. Did you more. smell it today? Yeah, of course I did. Wait, Carlos picked you up. Yeah. Esther's still up to her old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> it was a last second thing. I was, you would think Esther like doesn't have a license, honestly. <laughs> like, she's like, I can't her go. Her kind of a She'll disaster, go like, though. I can't go. And you're like, you can't go. Oh, that's another thing. Oh, God. If you clean your stuff, it will rid you of a lot of anxiety that's fucking true you live it's like there's a choice you're making to be in this a little bit you like there's a part of you that that has satisfaction from being in this i think it's all a choice and i feel that way i think that there's certain things that like are going on that i'm not being explicit about that like here's the thing Mm. like there's certain carlos's weed addiction (laughs) is very upsetting i'm not addicted to weed that's such a fucked up thing to say this isn't like i feel down i'm like we know like there's like some things i'm dealing with that are hard and like that's i just want to be clear about that because it does kind of eventually start to sound like i'm just like when like life isn't perfect like mm. it's not that like there's certain things that need to get fixed i think that's for us to decide true just kidding. that's no, just fair kidding. no 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 but i do think that that's why i feel like i don't want to talk too much about it because it's just I'm on you dancing around things a little bit but just not i'm not just saying on you but it's like for all of us it's like there is like i have to get real with that sometimes i am like addicted to a negative feeling there's like a thing that that actually like fills some weird hole in me or something you know like there's a there's a payoff to everything we do. You know, there's a reason you're doing it. It's like you're having these things because it's triggering something else from when you were younger. You know, there's like a, I don't know, but I'm not, I'm not like blaming you for your feelings or anything. No, like I that. know. And you I, can always call me and talk to me about anything or not talk to me about stuff. Like I, I got you. I think there's something going on with me that's making me uncomfortable. And then like my reaction to that is like to move home. And that's really the bottom line. And so I need to, it's so cute though when she's like i just want to be like babied by my parents i'm like that's so cute <laughs> this is a cute 
Um, I would love to do questions and concerns. Annie had a good concern that I think we used last week. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. we did. Oh, something about you wearing more makeup or something. Yeah. Well, just the sweatpants, too. Did you did you tell her the thing where it looks like every time she's on stage, it looks like they call her like, you were supposed to be on stage 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, I did say that. <laughs> but, you know, the main room has new, at the comedy store, has new lights. Mm -hmm. And you might want to check for stains before you go on stage this time because the lights are bright. It's dark and bright at the same time. It looks good. Have you done it yet? I did do it recently. It was How'd you feel? It was fine. Like, I didn't feel that much of a difference. It does feel like more fancy and not as intimate, which I always like the more intimate, low key feelings. Yeah, so the, the OR is always like a little more fun. I it's think. a little more presentational, but I'm not going to change my vibe just because. It's a challenge. It feels like a challenge, but it does look like when you see, did you see the, Dalia posted a picture, which by the way, every picture he posts, he's, you're like, oh, that guy's a movie star now. But he, um, it look, it just looks so good. The light behind, oh, it looks so good. Good lighting is key. And that's why on this show, we fight for good lighting for all skin types, not just Carlos. <laughs> is that, is the light hitting you directly? That one's like perfect on me. It's not on me and that's fine. Carlos, I'm pretty. questions and concerns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really pretty. That's why I need good lighting. That's why that girl's not talking to you. <laughs> I have one from your dad. I'm concerned that if you have a second comedy special, your parents might not be in it again. Your dad's threatening to not be in the special. This is my dad thinks that like because I have one comedy special, I'm going to have one another one right away. Yeah, don't worry. It took her what twelve years to get <laughs> to this one. <laughs> um, but yes, that is my dad basically saying that. He wants to get paid more if he does my special again, I feel like. Oh, he wants more money? I thought it was that he didn't like, like that. the final cut. He's oh, advocating for himself. I like that. Just he, like Esther. I think he. I think my parents are okay. They're good with the final cut. But do you see how he he says it's this or I won't do it? That's so Esther to be like, it's either this or nothing. Yes, that is very me. This is good. All or nothing. Thinking. Have you talked about the um, gate? No. What? Talk about the gate. What gate? <laughs> What's the gate issue? It's so funny. <laughs> when I was little, oh no, <laughs> I didn't want to sleep by myself, so I had to be gated into <laughs> my room. She was imprisoned. <laughs> That's what they do with donut crate. And and why do you think she? Like I would cry and, all night at like, the gate, like a dog. And my mom They would me, shake a thing of pennies at her. My mom told me. They would throw treats on the ground. My mom told me that in the morning when she would come out to my room, she would see me asleep hanging on to the gate. <laughs> Jesus. And that I had spent all night crying at the gate. Guys, can we make an animation of that? <laughs> I mean... That's like disturbing. <laughs> it just makes everybody makes sense, man. Especially yeah, me, though. That's a good call. Amy. I feel like especially me. I make like for me, it's all out there. Just it's white knuckling the the baby gate. <laughs> <laughs> just too little to be able to push to just push it over. And you know what's the most fucked up thing is they still have the gate and they still use it. So whenever <laughs> I'm there, I have to like see the gate. <laughs> <laughs> it's for you still. What do they use it for? <laughs> to keep <laughs> to keep her from sleeping in bed with them. 
<laughs> to keep Pepper and Duncan from going upstairs. Tell me the truth. When's the last time you slept in bed with your parents? Uh, no, I haven't for a long time. But is a long time months? Yeah. No, 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 no. No, but like I'll sleep. I'm not above it myself. No, they're because they don't have a king bed. There's not room. But like sleeping bag on the floor is more the move. When's the last time you did that? It's been a while. Oh, I just What's remember being sick or injured, and my parents would let me sleep on the floor. It was the best. Bring my sleeping bag in. Yeah, injured? that's like. What were you injured? I from? fell off my bike when I was seven. I cut all my like. I got oh. really cut and hurt, and I so I stayed in there all hurt. And I kept hurting, hitting the hardwood floors, my four torn up elbows on the hardwood floors, but I didn't care because I'd still rather just be near my parents. I also slept in the same room with my brothers for a really long time, and I would live with them and sleep in the same room with them if I could now. Yeah, I used to I used to sleep in my sister's bed until she kicked me out, and then that was like really hard. So then there was the gate phase, then there was the sleeping on the floor phase, and then there was my mom had to sleep in my bed with me until I fell asleep phase. Dave's faking the seat, needing the CPAP to try to get you out, <laughs> but you're just not falling for it. There's Your sleeping patterns are dog adjacent. Explain. The gate, getting kicked out of a human's bed. I don't like to... <laughs> The like, dogs that he's thinking of, though, are not what you're like. Well, I was when you're I was prettier than the dogs. When I was little, I used to pretend to be a dog named Jacob, and I would only eat out of food. a boy dog. Out wow. of footballs from the floor, and I would bite trespassers. You, would, you should lean you back say, into that uh, part of your childhood. Yeah, you would say you're a dog named. If I was, if your parents were around, like if it was like 2020, and you were saying that, they'd be like, "Is she trans?" Like if you're identifying with, it like would try, people would try to make yeah. it sexual. They would be like, "Is this about her sexual identity?" Like, no, she just thinks she's a fucking dog. Right? Yeah, I was a, I was a male dog as a child. What did they Jacob say? Jacob is this? such a funny dog name too. Yeah, yeah. It is quite what are you Jewish? talking about? <laughs> Why? Wait, no. Um, what did your parents say to what this? What kind of dog were you? I was a kid. And so also, they were like, oh, okay, that's you funny, You also have whatever. to keep in mind, too, the way I was raised was not raised. I was just, like, watched, not raised. Like, people just, like, made sure like I was safe, dog. but no one, like, engaged with me or, like, made sure that what I was doing was normal. Mine was the same, except they did you? not make sure if I was safe. They dropped <laughs> me off in very troubling areas. I was like, is this a, like, it felt like, honestly, I was supposed to fight my way back home. <laughs> I felt like... It, <laughs> That movie about the dog and the cat, what is it, Homeward Bound? Yeah. Uh, my life was Homeward Bound every day. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm like hitchhiking to get home. I got like one of those dots. I'm like in the back of a car at a gas station, like, help. <laughs> but it made me, but I actually, I've worked through my trauma and I'm actually, I feel, when I look back on things that happened to me, I go, huh, that's the thing that happened. And I go like, oh, I did pretty good. I'm excited about where I am. It's pretty cool I overcame that stuff. But back to you and the and the thing. Well, actually, it's about me. I was thinking about a thing about myself. But I was a twin, so or I still am a twin. That really sounds tragic when you say I was a twin. Oof. No, I am a twin, but we were. So I was in. The, I was a twin until I ate my twin. Like, you definitely like have Dwight those. Trude. You have those vibes. You ate yours after you were born, though. <laughs> Do you remember when we realized that your best friend and all my best friends have been twins? Have been twins. Yeah. I'm like the mysterious third. We no, all. because, well, for me, I don't have my brother, so you are my brother. Mm -hmm. You're my twin brother. Mm -hmm. But we do look like Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger big time. Okay. You're Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do, are there any more concerns this week? Um, By the way, people keep asking my stand-up special. Look, you know what they say, when something is really good, they just want to hold on to it as long as they can. And one day it'll they come do out. Say that. <laughs> when that you said, said unconventional, 
<gasps> no, it's going to be so good. We all, listen, we were there for it. It's going to be good. I did show a couple scenes of it to some friends this week, and it was very encouraging how people it's are gonna reacting. It's going to be, dude, it's going to be excellent. I have another concern. I'm very concerned for her neck strength. I honestly think she channels all her anxiety into her neck, and mm. all her worries manifest as this quote-unquote neck pain. I don't buy it. What, who? That's mean. It's Caroline. You got it. <laughs> um, can you read it again? Mm-hmm. I'm very concerned for her neck strength. I honestly think she channels all her anxiety into her neck and all her worries manifest as this quote unquote neck pain. I feel like Esther Club is becoming like too much about my problems. What the fuck else would it be about? Yeah, we don't have to do the concerns segment every week. I just feel like people's concerns are like really painting me. But they're in real time and you're going through like a gnarly time. No, right now. I don't have neck problems anymore. I cured my neck problems, Caroline. And she knows How that. How did you cure them? Uh, strength training. Oh. What, Annie? I just, you saying strength training is just funny to me. I don't know. <laughs> what, where, what else do you do? What other body yeah, How did you do is this? Is it just your training? neck? Really? I saw a physical therapist. I see a trainer. I do Pilates. Like, it, the neck strength was all about weakness. So I had to strengthen my core and my back, and that's what I'm working on. I'm, I was weak, and now I am strong. All right, this is a great podcast. This is this a good podcast. I think this is a good podcast. Any okay, let's do questions. Oh yeah. We had um Carlos is in a bad mood. Carlos is being negative. He's, he's no, being I'm not. Really I didn't get to smoke negative. weed. It's because he's not on his medicine. You're right. I didn't smoke before this. <laughs> you're irritable. I'm not irritable. That's a very irritable way to say you're not irritable. I get just don't weed. want you to go down a path where you like <laughs> I'm just worried, like, because I do feel like you are different today than like you were the week before and then you're different again. He has a couple influences, you know? No, I just like, I don't buy that I'm addicted to weed. No one's been addicted to it ever. I don't buy that it's bad for me. I don't buy that it affects me in a negative way. I think like Annie's probably spouting like AA propaganda about it. Like it's bullshit. But you are an AA person. I'm not, I relapsed. (laughs) And (laughs) currently I'm relapsing. I don't think weed is a relapse. I think it's only benefited my life. Ever since I started drinking, my life has actually gotten better. Like, I have more started money. Started drinking? Yeah, like... You drink now? No, but I've, like, taken a drink and nothing bad happened. Like, my life got better. So it's like... Well, at least at this point, I'm not the one with the worst problems on the show for the first time. Carlos, you I took a drink, like, two years ago, and my life got better after because I, like, changed shit up. Like, I altered it. I'm not, I like, do stale. think that you can – I do think that there are people that Why can drink again. Why on? Well, because I was like, what's make I just and I'm one cool. of them. Like, I I'm didn't, not like, saying you're not homeless. You're listen. Your life is your life, dude. Oh, that's so something like someone sober would say about someone who's like. I do hallucinate. I did special K yesterday. Like, I'm not saying anything. What is that? It's a horse tranquilizer. Has no medical benefit. (laughs) No, it does. It's worse than alcohol. No, yeah, it is. That's what we called my college roommate freshman year. Well, did they help with PTSD? (laughs) Because that's what it is. No, they have whole treatment centers. You've gone to these. Shut up. No, they come to my house. I don't fucking. He's like Carlos is playing the heel. You guys are on horse tranquilizers. I no, don't take horse tranquilizers. But Esther, listen, you're taking this thing I do psychedelic personally. therapy, and I don't know what Annie does. It's a disassociative, but yes. But listen, I feel like I, this conversation. I don't even know who I'm really talking to. Is it the drugs or the person? Esther I, I has I had I conversations with me. 
where she goes, do I need to be concerned? It's not, she's just how About she is. who, you? Me. Oh, I thought you meant me. She's just how she is. She's sweet. She cares. You guys are, because here's the thing, I'm now sitting now, I'm realizing with two friends of mine who are, who have been sober, who both have broke their sobriety in the last couple well, of years. Well, I always did hallucinogens and stuff. I just don't drink. But I don't say that I'm sober. So, and I don't want to really be get drunk making ever. fun of this or making light of it because I've seen this go wrong. No, let's talk about it. I'm open about it because I don't think that I have a problem with alcohol. I'm just all. relieved in this moment that I'm not the worst one here. I'm doing great. I feel excellent. I have nothing to hide. I feel wonderful. I have a Sometimes lot. I have I nothing feel to hide either. Bad. I have so many things to hide. I know. CIA. Say one more thing. <laughs> Say one thing you're hiding. Let's see what it feels like. No, I honestly can't think of anything that I'm hiding. Hmm. No, I really like if I had something at the top of my head, but I, I don't know. Okay. I was making a joke. Yeah, let's tell secrets. All right. This is like the I'll worst do Carlos's. Sleepover. I'll do Carlos's. Yeah. <laughs> He's gay. <laughs> Annie, I've never like had a dick near my butt hole. I've never sucked a dick. I've never. This is too explicit and you know it. Esther does not roll this way. She is not. I'm just saying, like, I'm not attracted to like hard dicks. Oh my god, stop! (laughs) But that's what a gay guy would be attracted to. You guys are rated X, and I'm rated PG 13. Yeah. Oh, you are PG 13. You guys are X right now, and like, I'm just saying, you're totally PG 13. That's a cute place to be. Thank you. You can teeter on both children and grownups. Great, that I, added so much. I don't I'm, think children <laughs> like this. I don't think anyone's like, all right, Isabella, sit down for some meal and <laughs> yeah, some let's crayons. watch YouTube. I'm not into hard dicks. <laughs> but if I was gay, I would be like turned on by the idea of an erect <laughs> penis. But I'm not. But really think about it. How okay. do you feel? Thinking about <laughs> it, it's not doing anything for me. Have you ever had a finger up your butt? No. Not even but I don't girl. think this this test works because when what's I, the real test? You put on cats because and see if, if I, I like think about a penis, <laughs> such I'm, a like a hacky, like gay, like SNL sketch. Like, oh, if he likes cats, he's gay. There's nothing. But wrong you with said being that. Gay. I never said there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying I'm not gay. But look at how angry you're getting. <laughs> I'm not. It's because there's fucking cameras here and Annie's here. I'm on edge. I'm a, look. On edge it's okay I'll if fucking you're gay. hit a girl on camera. I don't give a fuck if it's Annie. <laughs> like I literally don't care. It would be so funny. If I feel like we're overlooking the fact that I'm a dog. I'm a male dog. <laughs> That's the least of our worries today. <laughs> you slept by the fence. <laughs> the fence is good. Let's do questions. What's the nicest thing you've ever done for someone? Mm, allow you to be my sidekick. <laughs> Come on this podcast. <gasps> uh, Answer it for real. That's like a hard question to be put on the spot for. I thought it was a good one. What is your guys's? Because the, the nicest done? thing you do for someone isn't really up to you. Mm. It's kind of up to the person that you did it for. Hmm. Like I feel like you've done some nice things for me. Like, like where I've come to you, like in moments of like real sadness. And the reason you came to her is because she refused to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that I, despite like all my problems and inner conflict, I think that that all those things that I do struggle with have made me aware of people's struggles, and so I do feel that I've heard from friends that I'm a good person to go to mm. with certain problems with. 
with problems because I I feel like I can walk someone through problems the way I would want to be walked through them and in a very like direct, specific, rational way and not like emotional. Um, That's actually a hundred percent true. Really? Yeah, you, I've called you times. You're very calm in the storm, and you can just go. I just feel like. What was your problem you called her about? I had a problem with a guy and you were like, and Esther was like, I just feel like if I, you said, if you were your own friend or you were saying, if it, if I was in the situation, you would tell me not to do this. You were like able to put it in my perspective where mm -hmm. it's like, if I was going through this, you would not, you would be like, this guy is not into you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and I, don't, I think that's like a common thing. You know how people always say like, people can give advice, but they can't dish it. Like, are they no, sorry they can give it but they don't take their own advice like yeah. i know that's like a popular thing but i think for me like because i str i struggle and have my own like i said inner conflict it really does bring me joy to be able to like use whatever it is that i have to help other people like i have a couple friends who have been helping a lot lately and i always tell them like when they say thank you i'm like no thank you because like me helping you makes me feel like a useful engine mm. So I don't know. That would just be one thing that comes to mind. I, I'm not sure what else, but because like, what is like, what are you going to say? Like I bought someone food, like big whoop. Like did the other person really care? Like it's kind of a hard question to answer. I still think mm -hmm. like, what what would your guys's be? No, I was just thinking about how you actually to expand on what Annie was saying. I remember I went through a death like a couple of years ago and I talked like I remember reaching out to you and you really helped me. And I like still think about it to this day. Wow. Because it, you were one of the only people that helped me. Wow. Well, you're one of the only people I reached out to about it, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know how sometimes people just say it the right way? Like you can be getting the same advice from different people, but it's like the, they say it to you the right way or at the right time. It was just having like an old friend like bounce back to you and talk to you about it. I was like, oh yeah, this is what like friendships are for and for these moments. Like they can be really mm. special. Um, I appreciate hearing that. Yeah. I know it's so fun. I like FaceTiming you all the time. Yeah. It's fun. I like our friendship. Like when Dave came on and he was like, oh God, are you guys? And I was like, no, we. I think we help each other. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see we're on the outside. You think we don't. <laughs> I, but I do think the nicest thing I've ever done for someone. This is going to be funny. Is lend them the fucking sweatshirt <laughs> the Brody with Brody's sweatshirt. face on it it's and then let them sweatshirt. stain it and keep it forever D disgusting like ugly fat 40 year old comedian jizz stains <laughs> all over it these 50. fucking losers 50. Oh, 50 years old 40 come on it's a white I don't want to call anyone ugly on this podcast. What if yeah, I accept ourselves. What if they're men? Wait, can I just Same. tell you, I got, I blocked really? a guy. It's so, uh, it's the lowest thing you can do is attack someone's looks. And no, but I know if they're, a, if they're hanging out with Annie, they're not like cool guys. They're not like nice, fun people. It's it doesn't matter. Then a, men say they're not nice, fun people because anyone. They're definitely fun. It's like when people it hate Trump nice. and they call Trump fat. I'm like, so we should make fun of everyone who's fat. Like, I just no, I don't, get that. don't go for the appearance. Okay. I just also, ugly is like not. Uh, you're not ugly to everyone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I, so I had a thing the other day where. No, I feel like a 50 year old like comedian who you're fucking is probably ugly to a lot of people and it's okay to call him ugly. We, I disagree. I don't think he's, and I don't, and I definitely don't think he's ugly, but. Ugly is the most subjective thing, you know? It's almost like. I'm just like, thinking of certain comedians in my head. I'm like, they're as, not good looking. It's almost as stupid as calling certain comedians unfunny. It's like, well. Yeah, of course it's stupid. That's why I'm even saying it because it's dumb and like funny to too call defensive. someone. Very defensive. Very <laughs> negative. 
Negative. Now, arms crossed. If you want to earn that sweatshirt back, you're going to need to change this behavior. <laughs> I'm suing you for it. <laughs> Can I be your lawyer? <laughs> Please. I you're not a lawyer. I can be. She can. She's Jewish. She has it in her. <laughs> she can be a half lawyer. I now, have okay, those wait. Jewish jeans. I, I'm more okay, of a Jewish so, scammer. I had... Um, more uncut gems <laughs> Some guy annoyed me on on DMs. He like, said I didn't like my outfit, so I... I'm an uncut gem. Would you have a gay heckler? I told him, I went, you have five minutes to apologize or you're you're going to suffer the worst consequence and you're not going to be able to see my content anymore, my sweet content. And he wrote, good luck, something like that. And I went, okay, ugly. And I feel so guilty that I called him ugly. Like I want to unblock him and be like, sorry I called you ugly. Because imagine being like He's just trying to be funny, by the way. He's just, the alpha thing is him like negative. He's trying to be funny. It's not like. Yeah, I don't call people ugly outside in the world. That's insane and not even funny. Nobody's talking about that. Calm down. You just said the word ugly. I'm talking to the guy. I said, I'm telling a story about when I called someone ugly and I feel bad about it. Okay. Let's do another question. I don't remember the nicest thing I've done for people because I do nice things for them all the time. Ooh. Yeah, but there's strings attached, so it doesn't no, there count. Aren't. Oh, I no, feel like aren't. everything with you has a string attached. I think comedy it's wise, a string I know all people the like way that. to a hiking trail. I know people like that. I don't think Annie's like that, but I'll let you have that opinion. But I, I definitely know what you're talking it's, about. It's not completely He's trying true. to make a hiking joke. He's saying like, all the, in the end, you have to go on a hike with me. By the way, I haven't hiked in months. Yeah, because I won't go with you. It's you don't even a friend who will get you to hike is actually a good thing. Yeah, it's and it's it's but not in the middle of the hot day in the hot LA sun. Nobody's did that. Okay. No, but I um, you don't need to go hiking if you don't eat. Do you know where I'm nice? What? All right, I'm nice. You just had eating disorder (laughs) language. (laughs) Esther and I had one of those before. A person who eating eating disorder disorder nagged us. He has eating disorder language. You don't need to hike if you don't eat. I'd rather not eat than hike. We need Carlos to be in treatment. I went to In-N-Out yesterday. I had a double-double. That sounds like eating disorder too, honestly. Yeah, the, to brag about eating a Bragging burger. No, I was just like proof that I don't, that I'm eating. That's like Paris Hilton when she's in the Carl's Jr. commercial. It's, it's like, like, look, we, see? Yeah. But I didn't get fries. Or paid millions of dollars. I, um, I'm nice about recommending people for things. Mm-hmm. If I see like talent in someone, I'll get them a job. That's that's nice. Why don't you get your own yourself a job? Well, it's then. a codependency. <laughs> it's a codependency thing. Don't do that anymore. But there Just are focus things. On no, no, no. You. Like when you when people ask for the Montreal recommendations, I gave one girl's name because I'm like I want to push. They're her. calling you. They're like Annie. Yeah, they who do. should we get from I, Hollywood? I do. I do that too. I just do one person. I go. This is the person. I don't give them a list. Oh, now I want to know who. Would I know who yours is? No, that's what it's, yeah. I saw her in Cincinnati. This girl Anna Maza. She's so she doesn't funny. live in Los Angeles. No, but she's she should. She's so funny. She's like hilarious. That's interesting because I don't even consider those things on my nice radar. I'm like referring people. It's just normal, but I should. right? I should, but I should be like, oh no, that's nice to do. But it's like you don't want like me even saying it's like kind of gross or whatever because you just want her to like succeed and you just are behind the scenes. But I it. still think it's. I get what you're saying, but I also think it's nice that you're saying out loud something that you're doing is nice and like you might inspire other people to do that too. So I see both sides. I think um, in jobs that are so competitive, it's good to like help people because well, there's the no competition people part's can't, such bullshit. It's like not real. People can't get anywhere without other people helping them, I think. But it's just you can't you can hurt yourself by having bad relationships with people, I think. But it's 
it's like the girls that ignored you. It's like they're je- they're literally jealous. It's like go work on I yourself. I hate being as negative to say that, but I I know that you're correct. Yeah. I know because I would be the same way if I was really jealous. If I was still living in that like nonsense world and I was jealous of somebody, that's how I would treat them. Like I would ignore them and be kind of like better than like you're triggering than something in them that they need to work on that they don't want to work on so instead they're just going no it's it's her yeah and they don't know that i have my own fucking problems and i'm not playing that game i'm sure they can i guess. literally am like ready to move into my parents basement i'm like bitch i'm struggling like mm. i don't have time for your little games with i me. didn't know it was a basement <laughs> <laughs> um next question will you tell us more about your dad's tumultuous friendships Yes. That was asked multiple times. Wow. I feel like you used to shout out people's handles. Yeah. These are all personal texts, right? No, it's because I just went to your text to find Oh, them. okay. That's Were okay. you looking at Brendan Schaub's Instagram? No. So I don't follow him. Someone else took a picture of him. Okay. So my dad's uh, friendship drama. Um. Basically, my dad has a circle of friends from high school and college. They're all in their late 70s. And um, they will go on like these. I feel like it's a circle of drama that my dad is like the center. He creates it all. Mm -hmm. Hmm. And it's like they'll he'll stop talking to people. And I'm like, you're in your late 70s. Like they're going to die. You can't like he cuts people out to the point where one of his friends actually did die. And he didn't find out until two years after. So funny. No one told him till two years after. Like a close, 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 Wait, close, close. High school can I you. defend your dad in this situation? Yes. He's in the evening of life. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not I funny. saw Sandy it the other is. night. He's in good health. <laughs> He's always on this treadmill videos. We don't see the weight loss one. Sandy has a kid. He's like fine. Oh, He's well, it's like that baby's so cute. He's I on know. the treadmill just for the length of the song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Sandy, two minutes and 19 seconds. Sandy, stay on the treadmill. You're not sweating. Listen to an album. You have to break a sweat. All right, let's it's go. so unfair that Sandy is a hot daughter. Okay. She's so beautiful. No, wait, can I just okay, your dad's in the evening of life. Okay. This is his time to curate what he wants. No, no, no. He's always if he wants to cut these people out. But this is how he's always been, and this is you see the pattern here that I'm like this too. Like another example is when he came to visit me in LA, he has he had a friend in LA who he didn't speak to for 10 years. Thank God now they're speaking again. But like he knocked on his door. Like I drove my dad to Santa Monica to knock on his door of his apartment. And he, after not talking for 10 years, he didn't answer the door. And my dad goes, balls in his court. <laughs> I'm like, he doesn't know you knocked on the door. That's amazing. <laughs> and then the other example is. Um, balls in his court is so funny. I know. You have a caddy dad like I do. We both have like caddy fathers. Interesting. My dad's so catty. And he'll like But not people... with relationships, but he's more like with females like he calls Helen Hunt Helen Cunt. No, my dad's not like that. He doesn't But I'm like, care Dad, what do you how do you even you don't know this person? He'll also put people on punishments like where they don't get to talk to him for like a, a while. And then he, oh he had a falling out with another friend because they were outside eating at Chipotle. Oh and my god, you guys are a lot alike. His friend mm-hmm. wasn't eating, and then his friend was like you know what i am hungry i'm gonna go in and i'm gonna get some food and come sit down oh annoying and so he goes in and gets the food and then when he comes out my dad's like we're ready to go we're leaving and then his friend's like well but i just got food i told you and now i got food so you would sit here with me while i eat and my dad's like no we're leaving and then they didn't talk for two years your dad should (laughs) have just left dude so when he came out he was looking around 
That's funny. I like that you're very pro these like immature games oh, yeah. that my dad's playing. Are well, you? Oh yeah, I'm very pro your dad. You are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I but think also, it's funny. yeah, if he wants to leave, like the guy doesn't need a friend sitting there watching him eat. No, I like people who are like, no, we're leaving. I'm not time. putting up with your right. Idiocy. That's how I would be. I like. I try to. That's the thing is, I always try to put it out there, like what I'll do and what I won't do, so there's no surprises. One hundred percent. that once. You'll we be like, I'm, this is not going to be a long hang. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> so then I got to be like, all right, what are the most important points I have to make? Yeah, we went to Chipotle and, and your your friend showed up late. And we were like, we're not getting out of line. We're ordering food. Like, you're just going to have to be five minutes behind us on all of it. I don't remember that at it was all. A couple, John Campanelli, your only other friend? No. Oh, yeah. What? Has he been on the pod? No. I want to be on when he's on. <laughs> Donut cool. is being such a good girl. Oh, I feel bad. That's probably But bad. I like, yeah, I like, there's certain things where it's, it's boundaries. It doesn't even sound, I mean, your dad doesn't need to be mad at them and like balls in his court, but boundaries are okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to be mad about the outcome. You can't do boundaries with like a attachment to the outcome. You just do it for yourself. I like that you started to label my like hangout demands as just boundaries. They are. Well, you're a special needs friend. I know that. <laughs> I've known that for years. It's true. We've had some fun, Esther. I wish we could get those three years back, honestly. I know. It's but right. you didn't even live here. No, I did. <laughs> I lived next. I lived on the street next to you. <laughs> Esther, we weren't talking when we were fucking neighbors, which is actually good for boundaries, honestly. That's really that would have been really It would have been upsetting disaster. if we... Because yeah. being neighbors with a friend is like the ultimate dream for me. And once that happens, like it's no. going to go out. Well, I feel like I would have been rejected by you because you would have had some weird demands. Probably. And then I would have rejected. Or I would like sleep over and then just like never leave your place. I would love that. I was in a sexless relationship. <laughs> I hated my boyfriend. I, I would have loved to have you there. I used to turn... Esther, he would come in. He would see me turn the lights off. I didn't care. I'd be like... <laughs> didn't want to bang him i used to hang out at rite aid I would why didn't you want to bang him i just wasn't into him i was paying for his rent and stuff no he was actually very handsome but i was paying for his rent and it's just it was like a mother-son situation kind of like man esther that's why we have no sexual tension except that one time you you put your knee on the on my back do you remember that yeah you need my back that was our one moment oh it <laughs> like turned you on yeah you were with us we were at um, the comedy store, I thought. Mendocino oh, Farms. Yeah. That's when she had done the shoot. You with, really remembered that. That's when she did the shoot with, it was my lesbian moment, when she did the shoot with uh, Warby Parker. And then we met with her. That's, and they were out of all the details. They were out of um, they were out fake of meat, Impossible oh, Burger. <laughs> They're out of Impossible Burger. I feel like I did that, though, as a silly thing. It wasn't it was sexual funny. on me at my end. It just, I was like, I haven't been touched in so long. Mm -hmm. That's when I knew it was time. To get to Dickin. Danny. Get to oh Dickin, guys. You guys, I have, I'm sorry to all the listeners that this day has been outrageous. It has been. Have some confidence in your show. This was a great show that had meat to it. Meat? Impossible meat. Um, is there any other things that we need to cover today? I don't, I mean, I think we've covered it all. Why is everyone so melancholy? I got up at. Nine today. Do you know? How, no, it's just all the energy and energy in here. It's just been Estrogen? sucked into say? you. Like it's all in no. you right now. Yeah. Do you no. have You're any? like, it's like a witch no. or something stealing my soul. You're just like. <sighs> That's what love is. Uh, no, it's like hocus pocus. Yeah. Come little children. That's I'll so scary to me. Away. It is. You could be scary. Oh, yeah. I have a scary side. 
Do you ever play a villain? Oh yeah, she's witchy for sure. I'm very witchy. I like, like witchy women. Haunted and evil. I'm like, doing some show at a bar because these girls approached me as though they were th- three witches. What? They cornered <laughs> me at the comedy store. No, cancel it immediately. That's they fucking so dumb. They cornered me at the dumb. comedy store. Well, Eddie Pepitone's on it, so it'll be fun. <gasps> But Can they you imagine me if like, like we want to ask the cast from the craft comes up to you and goes, "Oh, will you do a show on Sunset Orange?" There was Sunset too much Orange? eyeliner. I was like, oh, "What's going on?" Like, what level of confidence? Like, it's just like a wacky thing. Like, can you imagine if I was actually indulging and going around saying I was a witch to people? Like, no, that's ridiculous. It's just like a I little would... too far for me. After the election, a lot of people started being like, "I'm a witch." I'm like, I was a witch since I was what like election? four. Like that didn't happen. Yes, I was in the marching After- crew. You I'm were, telling you, there were there you were, were in women the marching like, were witching. Crew? Yeah, we had like a marching group. We did march. Oh marches. yeah, you were not there, Annie. <laughs> I went to the one in DC. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I want to. I want to wrap this for the up. other side. My parents went. I want to know. I want to hear final thoughts on both sides of Annie versus Carlos. I want both to have a closing statement. I mean, I, I think that she's guilty <laughs> of what she's. Everything. She's guilty of being a twat. Okay. And a cunt. Okay. <laughs> Do not say those things. She just said cunt. Stop saying it. It's okay. Okay. I respect that. Why don't you guys do your closing arguments without using bad words. words? Yeah. You gotta grow up. This is not <laughs> part of the joy of being a kid is saying curse words. So you need to Yeah, but that kids part. don't say cunt. They just say like shit or damn. I was called cunt damn. when I was little, so that's my that was my line. Who called you that? Daddy. Your mom? Closing crime. statements My versus nickname. each other. Annie is witch-like. She's manic. She doesn't have a washing machine. She lives off <laughs> just so you know where she lives. Bleep that Go out. kill her. Yeah, we'll bleep that out. That's crazy. Damn. Bryce, they need you up back. You don't have to write that down. <laughs> um. Yeah. Annie is, uh, you know... I think she's guilty. That's my closing statement. I want you to know, after you said that, I should have said this before, Esther will be probably calling me this week and going, do you think I need to keep Carlos on the podcast? And I will have weight in this. No. And I, I, want, I want you to say, no, fire him. So well, I, I want to know what will happen. If it's like this every time, it's a pretty... No, it's never like this. Never. We don't usually have people from the witch land, like... The witch realm here sucking our souls. What's so funny is the audience has just heard me talk about positive things and yeah, and but like mental podcasts. patients talk about those things too, and it just sounds like jibber jabber <laughs> to the other. I feel ears. great. I feel really good. I was very excited. To Crazy this. people say I feel great. I feel really good. <laughs> Normal people are just like, oh, I have water. I have my sunglasses. I'm I want to like lean. Yeah, I have my sunglasses. No, and I have my water. <laughs> What's wrong with that? What am I? Do me. <laughs> now do me. Don't let him say negative things. I'm not saying negative things about... There's not... <laughs> you painted yourself into this corner, sir. I don't even know what that saying means. We got to end this, Esther. I can't. I have... I'm going to end it on a positive note. Listen, guys. Once it ends, I have to go back into my mind. I said this earlier. Black <laughs> tar go. heroin. I don't want to go Just kidding. There. Don't do drugs. But No, do drugs if you're not addicted to them. Do no, whatever, do no, live a no. good life. Live a positive life. Do the things you need to do to to be happy. Work on yourself. Have a good life. I don't know. I feel happy. I would right just now. like to say, as my closing statement of this episode, that 
we are all going through something and be kind and treat people like they're humans nice. and not like they're rats. Because even if I am a lab rat or a science experiment to you, I still should be mm. treated with kindness and like I'm a person and with eye contact and forget your drama and treat everyone around you like a human. And on that note, thank you so much for listening. Um, the nicest thing I've done is. Yeah. Come on this podcast. <laughs> No, I loved it. I had a fun time. Um, you guys, again, they won't. The episodes won't always be this unraveled. Um, please comment below your thoughts. We'll see you guys next time.